everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of translating love i'm danny and i'm boise so we have two guests today guests but wait 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 you're way too fast what's going on in your life today danielle huh or in general i mean nothing (laughs) what should be going on in my life in the pandemic times i don't know things are changing slowly slowly Things are opening up Slowly in Austria. Slowly things are changing. I have tentative plans to go visit my brother and his wife and my baby nephew mm-hmm. at the end of June. Mm-hmm. Trying not to be like a thousand percent excited about it just in case it's not possible. But I have hopes that it will be possible by the end of June. I, I, I'm pretty sure it will be. With With the vaccination rate and with the in general traveling in the eu and with everything i think that will be possible that like there is a easy and safe travel option for everyone who mm-hmm. wants to do that in the summertime and i just seen that they lift their quarantine policy that's what i because mean because i'm yeah. already vaccinated so that's what i mean yeah i'm pretty sure i've read today that multiple countries want to like introduce a green pass at at the beginning of june like the first week of june and i guess that a lot of other countries will follow that or at least when you if you can Proof that you're vaccinated, you're mm-hmm. you don't have to quarantine anymore. Would be nice. Yeah, I get my first shot on Friday, and I'm so excited. I'm I so mean, excited. by the time people are listening to this, you'll probably have gotten it already. Oh yeah, that's true. So first shot on Friday, and then 21 days or 20, yeah, 21 days, and then or 30 days, and then I get my second one, and then I'm done. And I never got COVID. Me either. That's awesome. At least that we know of. That's true. Nah, but I'm pretty sure we didn't get it. But, yeah. I don't know that nothing else is going on right now. So now you can <laughs> go to what you wanted to do. I mean, I was just saying that we have two guests today. Yes, we do. And without giving too much away, they live in a van. Yes, van life. Van life. And we're, they're in a relationship and we are just talking with them a little bit about their experience and what they did before they lived in a van and why they decided to live in a van and how it how it is for them as a yeah. couple and yeah. just general lifestyle. Um, and it's a very interesting conversation. It is. I know uh, Andy, the guy, um, from studying with him. And he basically then... Like after, I think after the bachelor's, he's, he's worked a little bit and then he went abroad and he met uh, Kati and yeah. And then they started van life together. Yeah. But let's listen in, everybody. <laughs> so we are here today with two guests and uh, we are super happy that you're here from Spain in your van. Uh, so maybe just... Tell us quick who you are, where you are, and what you do. So we are Kati and Andy. We are currently traveling in the VW T5 to mm-hmm. Spain and want to go to Ireland. And what we mainly do as a job is like 
we have a blog that's called mine-camperausbau.de mm -hmm. and that's what we are working on the road and also we have our own brand Salty Mind um, that is a 750 ml stainless steel bottle with a cork surrounding so that's our first product right now um, and uh, yeah we also work as content creators for some um, brands and um, also I'm a yoga teacher and I that's, that's cool that's cool <laughs> <laughs> and I also do some more content creation for like customers in the area or customers from Germany or Austria while we are traveling mm -hmm. That sounds exciting. So you're basically on 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 like traveling most of the time or do you settle like for a couple of weeks and then say, okay, let's change locations or do you have like certain points where you want to stay for like, I know, two, three months? It depends. So um, the last three winters, I think we spent in the Algarve, two of them in the van. The last one we were renting out a house um, in the south mm -hmm. of Portugal and um, also we traveled to Sri Lanka and stayed there at a surf camp um, for a couple of weeks working there so it depends on sometimes we go back to Austria where we are from and um, we don't have a base anymore but we like to stay in some places from time to time and we do have a plan that that we are moving to the Agave next autumn, so renting a place for a longer time there and settle a bit down. Yeah, because I think we both have been traveling for so long and we're kind of like longing for a place um, where we can come back to. I mean, the van is kind of this place, but um, yeah, we kind of like dreaming of a little house maybe. Oh, that sounds, That's fun. That sounds nice. Um, so maybe you can just quickly tell us how how you guys met and um, why you decided to live in a van, like what your inspiration was or why, what led you to that point. Yeah, of course. Um, so we met um, back in winter 2016-17 um, when we were both working for the same surf camp in Nicaragua and mm -hmm. um, we met there and kind of like became best friends and then traveled on for another year separately and um, in 2000 beginning of 2018 both of our ways um, led to Salzburg to Austria um, and we kind of like try to settle down again and um, soon figured out that this wasn't the way that we wanted to live so we were looking into um, a convenient way how we could travel with our surfboards and ha ha be able to work while we travel and so that's how we discovered van life and um, because before that we were traveling with the backpack both of us and it was always a hustle oh, okay. with just uh like 10 to 12 kilogram on the back and then a surfboard or two and mm -hmm. um finding a spot where you can work and 
we wanted to build up our uh, like self-employment stronger mm -hmm. so we wanted to ha have a space where we can work and have some silence and some yeah like an it's a the van is kind of like a one room apartment slash office <laughs> yeah yeah i just watched your recent video on youtube and it's it's really cool how you fit so much stuff into this small space um and there's my next question like was it hard to give on uh, give up so much of what you own when you downsized to a van or was it easy because you didn't own so much in the first place? Yeah, I think for us too, it was easier because yeah, we both traveled a few years back in with the backpack. And so we, we knew we don't need five jeans to have with us or 10 mm -hmm. t-shirts or whatever. So we just have like minimum amount of clothes also like what else we, we minimalized like yeah for example um as a girl yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a girl <laughs> um when i started traveling i had i think most of the amount that i was carrying around from the weight was um my kind of like bathroom so i downsized okay. mm -hmm. on that drastically and we like i use i and Andy never uses shampoo and I didn't use shampoo for a very long time. Now I have a shampoo bar and we use soap and it's super minimalistic. So we, mm -hmm. we don't really use creams or anything. And um, I think what we've learned while traveling is that there is a, a few certain pieces that you absolutely love and adore and you love to have that with you. and the other things you really don't need it's just like a ballast <laughs> i don't know how to like mm -hmm. it's, it's mm -hmm. something yeah. super heavy yeah. that you carry around and um especially with a backpack it's um yeah you you literally carry it around so um you need to let go and that was a really beautiful experience and we do s still own a little bit more than we have in a van um for example, a snowboard, a skis and <laughs> some winter cloth that we have at Andy's mm -hmm. parents' place. Um, but mainly, we don't need anything else that we have with us with the van. We have a lot more than we used to have while traveling. But that's that's enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. We can go through winter, kind of. Yeah, we can go. Yeah, yeah. With that, but... We are not in the winter with the van anyway. Yeah, like, it's not. Not planned, Austrian winter. Yeah, it's not planned to live in the van in winter, anyways. So that's not. Yeah, it's not just not planned. Where Where are you guys when you're not in the van? So when you have, do you have a permanent space that you also have, or do you stay with parents or friends or something in the winter? Uh, yeah, not like if we are in the winter in Austria, we would stay at my parents house or just rent the flat in Salzburg mm -hmm. or something like that but we are in Portugal winter which is kind of spring autumn. late spring <laughs> autumn mm -hmm. for Austrian conditions so it has like 20 mm -hmm. degrees so this we are still in the van like yeah. we, we would still stay oh, in the van nice. yeah. that sounds so nice can I trade please <laughs> <laughs> yeah um 
what is like your take because you said minimalism and downsizing and everything uh and there are some really cool documentaries on netflix about stuff and bunch of youtube videos about minimalism and what you really need in life and stuff like that but what is your take on it and uh What do you think about like how we as a society are trained to, you know, own everything and get the newest stuff and still have, I don't know, still, I don't know, 5,000 shoes in our closets and clothes that we never wear? What, what is your take on all of that? So for me, it's it's been crazy because before, um, so after uni i was actually working in vienna and i had my own little flat and um, after three years i decided to quit everything and go travel and i kept my my flat and i just rented it out to a friend of mine um, but after a couple of months i i figured i'm not gonna go back to vienna anyway so after a year of traveling i went back to vienna and um, gave back my flat and had to get rid of everything that was in the flat, which was insane. Um, because it was not a big flat. It was like 45 square meters, but it was just crazy what I was owning. And I, I just put everything to friends and uh, hoping, I don't know what, what would happen with it. <laughs> and I went traveling mm -hmm. again and then, um, sooner or later I, I just told them to just um, keep it if they want it or sell it if they want it or whatever they want to do with it because mm -hmm. I didn't even remember what I had which is crazy <laughs> and um, I had a lot of shoes so that's a good example and it's it's just it feels so much better not to have a lot because um, I think that's also what traveling does with you. With traveling, you see that there is so much beauty in the simplicity and in the things that you experience rather than you have. And um, so I think that changed a lot. And also what, what changed my head during traveling was that I'd rather wear my favorite dress every fucking day than not wear it at all because um, I mean why do I even have it and um, why do I carry it around all the time I need to wear it and I I want to I want to just like I, I don't want to have bad clothes on me it's everything I have that I, I love it and I wear it because I love it and mm -hmm. um, I think the value of the things change once you have less and Yeah, I think that's more or less what I want to say. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I can kind of relate, at least for a short period of time, when I moved to Austria from the US, I basically packed my life into two suitcases. And there was so much that I had to give up. But as I was sorting through everything, I realized I didn't even remember that I had this while I was like packing it up to give it away and I was trying to decide, do I keep this? Do I not keep this? What do I bring? And ended up just bringing the things that I actually used on a daily basis or a weekly basis because there's so much that we collect over years of our life and it sits there and you either forget about it or it gets dusty and you never use it. So it's definitely eye-opening to kind of change your 
change your direction and change your life in a, such a drastic way. Yeah, definitely. And I think what's also very interesting is that um, if you do need something, it kind of like com it comes to you anyway somehow. So um, if or we can still buy things. So it's not that we we say, um, no, we're not consuming anything anymore. So mm -hmm. we are we're, we wouldn't consider ourselves as minimalist because uh, like as you said the documentaries and stuff about minimalism um it's more strict than they are they are mm -hmm. i don't want to say crazy but it's it's impressive what they do and yeah. um we still when we need something we get it and also i think it's really um really nice to see that you can give something away and someone else values it a lot so i just recently finished a book that andy had read before and we met a girl that was parking next to us and i was like i'm gonna give this book away andy and he was like yeah oh my god please because we need the space <laughs> and um <laughs> i so i walked over to her and said if you want to have a book and she was like oh my god literally i just finished my book i wanted i was just wishing i would get a new book and um so yeah i think that's also something that you learn um with the minimalism that you it doesn't mean that you you can't have anything but you can just exchange things and mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. give things a longer lifespan and um, yeah I think that's what I also really like a lot and I think we don't have opportunity to even get a lot of stuff like yeah. store like now Can everything it, yeah. is kind of everything is packed yeah. and mm -hmm. even if we move to a house for a few months we have to put it back into the car and yeah. it has to be yeah mm -hmm. it has to fit into the car so we cannot get like a lot of stuff yes. anyway. yeah crazy big tv or something yeah <laughs> we have to if we also a rule of us is if we get something new we give something out away oh, that's mm -hmm. a good that's a good rule yeah yeah we just recently got some new um hoodies or like pullovers for mm -hmm. a photo shoot as well and stuff and then we were like we need to get we like we need to let go of the other ones that we have because they take up a lot of space um so yeah it's just uh, a process of time and it's not that we're throwing it away we're kind of like trying to get it to a second life um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah because I, I watched your video on your van and, and knowing how little the whole thing is, but I mean, how spacious uh, it totally is too. How much like personal space can you take? Uh, because once in a while, it's it's good for yourself to, you know, step away a little bit and um, take some time for yourself. But how how is that possible living in a van? And, and how do you deal with that? In this one, we actually a bit better because we have kind of two floors, yeah. so we can pop up the roof, and it's really like an extra room up there. Like if Kati did a yoga teacher training last week, so she was just going upstairs, and had her had her earplugs in, and she was not mm -hmm. listening to anything else. It was like her own room for her. And also, if we are parked somewhere in the, close to the ocean or on a nice spot you can always go outside like mm -hmm. there's so much space there you go for a walk on the beach yeah. go surfing yeah i mean we stick together we're like glued to each other kind of like <laughs> um in the van but um we do take our times alone because i mean we have the dog and um we're not we don't only 
walk that walk her together so once one once andy goes for a walk or i go for a walk and mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. um like yeah we try to take our times ourselves and i think uh, a huge um part of van life living as a couple or two people together as friends or whatever it is um is the communication with each other and telling the other mm -hmm. that you need space if you do need space because um yeah even if we're together for a couple of years now he can't read my mind still sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah it's uh, a lot about co of a communication and um yeah and using the outdoor space so that's also something that's very necessary yeah yeah, yeah. do you think that living in such a confined space is there do you think there's more potential for conflict and arguments or when those come up how do you how do you deal with things like that yeah i think there's definitely more less more room it pushes you to more arguments um yeah so the thing is that you you basically if there's one person at one end, end of the of the room we only have one room so at the back of the car for example and you need something from the other side you always will ask the other person to get it because you cannot always stop step over the other person so it's a lot about mm -hmm. communication and um helping each other and um, moving with each other kind of like and i think there is a lot of more conflicts living on a tiny space because you get to know each other even more like more than you've ever imagined and um before we even started van life i think it was yeah it was back in 2018 i read an article and the headline i will never forget the headline was <laughs> van life it either van life as a couple or something like that it either makes you or it breaks you and it mm -hmm. is true so there is a lot of um couples that break up during their van lives and it's a it's not a, it's not easy to be honest mm -hmm. yeah. it's um but i think we manage it quite okay <laughs> we're doing okay yeah. we're doing okay <laughs> and it's part of the game i think yeah you can never leave anything not on its place like if you put a yeah. t-shirt somewhere not on your in your storage the other one yeah, will yeah. see it and will be maybe annoyed of this t-shirt or <laughs> if you don't clean your plates when you make a tea or <laughs> something yeah. like that yeah it's uh everything is is obvious so mm -hmm. And you have to go outside when the other wants to go. The other one wants to go to the toilet, so you have to yeah. give the other one space. And um, there's no secrets living in the van. Um, yeah. If someone has problems with his poo, then we can all <laughs> smell it. You know, it's um, mm -hmm. we're all in this together. It's just one room. And, yeah. Um, also, if Charlie has problems with her stomach or something, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's you can't you can't go into another room to poop or whatever. It's just, it's just yeah, not possible. Yeah. I mean, the bigger bigger vans they do have a toilet room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you like 
Would you would you say that uh, the the van life uh, in the last couple of years uh, brought you together like closer, or did it help you to grow as a couple, or or did it throw more like problems or or hurdles at you? It's hard to tell because we just got together in 2018 and spent, I think maybe a couple of months living in the same flat. Mm -hmm. And then we moved into the van together. So this is basically uh, most of our relationship so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I can't compare. I think it's maybe that we, it's often that we don't talk to anyone else for days. Yeah, yeah. So it's just the two of us and I think it's nice to to just have some other friends once you meet another van lifer or a traveler or even mm -hmm. someone in a bar or whatever to just talk to someone else and mm -hmm. I think like as Andy and me have been best friends since we've known each other we've always been very close to each other so I don't know what do you what do you think did it bring us closer together or we don't have this comparison yeah. because we didn't spend so much time without van life. Yeah. So. Also, when we were yeah. working in the yeah. surf camp, we shared a room, kind of like almost a bed, because there was no space for us and spot. So <laughs> it was always, um, yeah. But it, it definitely brought you closer together. I mean, living so close all the time, and and as you said, don't speak to other people for weeks or days. Um, I mean, you have to rely on each other and that bring that brings you closer together, I assume. Also because we work together. So yeah. we basically our whole lives are with each other. It's, it's crazy because when I imagine I would have a job somewhere in an office and Andy would be, I don't know, doing films somewhere else, whatever, and we would meet after work and then live together in the van or in a house or whatever it is we would tell each other about work so mm -hmm. we i don't know it's it's weird i don't know how to say in english it's um verwebt <laughs> so okay you yeah, together yeah. kind of like um the whole life so that's actually super interesting But we we do work different projects, which is interesting. And we have some space, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so just overall, as a couple, what do you what would you say are like the positives and maybe the negatives of living in a van, if there are negatives? The positive things are like you do much stuff together. Like you are always on the same place. You. And you can always do the same activities. Like if you go for a hike, the other person is there. Like he joins mm -hmm. you probably, or go for a surf together, or go for a swimming, or yeah. Yeah, but that's also a downside because um, you you are always together. Like if I would want to go to a yoga center somewhere in the, in town, I would have to drive there. Mm -hmm. So Andy would uh, have yeah, had yeah. to go with me. Um, because I mean, the whole, 
we only have the car, one car, and the car is our house. So um, yeah. we have to make every de every decision together. Um, and so, yeah, it's basically we have to talk about every decision. And I remember when we were living in Salzburg last summer in the flat, it was more like, I was being, oh, Andy, by the way, I'm going to have a coffee tomorrow at my friend's place. And it, does, it, does, it didn't even matter to Andy. So he was like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. that's fine. I'm going to go out with my friends the other night. And it's, it's fine because mm -hmm. um, everyone, like, we're going to meet again at our house. But mm -hmm. this way, imagine the same situation with the van. So I would be like, okay, I'm going to go to have a coffee tomorrow at my friend's place. So Andy's going to come with me with the van yeah. to the friend's yeah. place. <laughs> he can wait there in the van or he can come upstairs with me. And um, yeah. the other night when he wants to go out and party with his friends, I would have to go there with the van and either go party with them or stay in the van in the night and wait until he comes home drunk. So... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so I think that maybe this this plays a bit the the difference of yeah, yeah. yeah. pros and cons of uh, yeah. So you, I mean, I like that the idea of being first of all aware of the other person as well, and not just like uh, doing whatever you want without like uh, uh, consulting or or acknowledging the other person. Um, but also deciding together, like, is that super inconvenient if I do that? Or, I mean, sure, it makes it hard, but at the same time, it's kind of nice to to live like that, at least for a while. But sure, it can probably totally be, like, conflicting and mm -hmm. also hard sometimes because you want to stay at the beach and the other person wants to, you know, go somewhere. <laughs> I see conflicts. <laughs> and also going going for shopping or doing whatever like we always do mm -hmm. it together it's yeah. um also that we we didn't do that together when we were living in Salzburg one of us were going to was going to shop and then the other one could mm -hmm. do something else work or whatever it is and um but i think that's it's everything has its pros and cons and mm -hmm. uh, we have the, the way that we work, like work-wise and earning our money, we try to schedule everything around our life, like our mm -hmm. um, private life. So that's very convenient. And I think that you don't have that if you're not living in the van. So if you're living in the van, yeah, yeah. Um, stationary, like in the city or so, I think it would be totally different to what we do. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, where can people find you if they want to find you? They can find us on Instagram with the tag at salty.romas. Mm -hmm. Then they can visit our blog. <laughs> and they speak German. <laughs> yeah. At mein-camperausbau.de. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, they can have a look at Salty Mind, at our product, and there's soon going to be another product yeah you guys have a book out isn't that like a thing already oh yeah oh yeah we have a book um which is in german only though but it's about like uh what like like building your own camper or or like a guide or what is it yes exactly that's what it is <laughs> and yeah okay. it's called made to camp 
and it's in awesome. basically every bookstore and you can buy it also online at the uh, Frech Verlag or at Amazon or yeah. Thalia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll link that in the description. We'll link all the things. That's awesome. Thank you guys for, for uh, taking your time for uh, speaking with us yeah. and for giving us uh, a little insight in your lives because it's super interesting and uh, and like a total different world, obviously. Um, yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, for ha- thanks for having us. Okay. Bye. 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 That was a cool, cool, interesting talk. I I don't know. Van life is so such a scary concept to me. Oh, for me, it's not a scary concept. It I would love it, actually, because I love to travel and... I think it would just be like the most cool way to see the world. Yeah. My only thought is like, it's probably more difficult when you have kids or, you know, because how do you do that? I mean, I think with one, it's probably possible. Right. At the, maybe the beginning before they're too, like between a certain age. Um, But I think that it would be, it would be difficult as the kid gets older. So I think from like, newborn until three or four it's probably I, I mean, fairly doable i think van life is is easier if you're just like like two people mm-hmm. um without kids or anything i mean they are living with charlie a dog mm-hmm. but but i think it's still manageable even with a kid but the, the i think the more problematic thing is like if you need a doctor or yeah. then if they go to school somewhere okay yeah. do the do you homeschool them or that's i think that's a little harder I mean, I'm sure there are people who do van life and have a whole family and they homeschool. I I'm sure that's a thing. Yeah. But it but, was a really cool talk, I have yeah. to say. And I, yeah, I they have cool plants. So mm-hmm. see, I could see my, I don't know that I could see myself forever living in a van, but I could see myself like spending summers living in a van. Yeah. So like traveling in the summers. The thing is, you, you can rent those. You, that's cool. People rent, the, like pe- people built them out and then you can rent them for for some time. And that I think that's a cool concept. Mm-hmm. Because I or don't, even in the winter where you go somewhere right, warm. <laughs> right, right. I don't necessarily like the the idea of having like a, an RV. I don't either. But like having a small camper or like a van where where it's just built out and where you have like a lot of space. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's a cool idea to me. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Uh, if you want to hit them up, we link all the things uh, in the description, and you can find them on Instagram. That's the easiest way. Sal- at salty roamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, you can find all their links and, and things they do. And you should definitely check them out. Indeed. And if you like what you hear, please share the podcast. Like the podcast on our Instagram at Translating Love Podcast. Go to our anchor page and send us a message. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. And listen in the next time. Yep. Bye. Bye.